Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday, and welcome back to The Art of Intention. Beth and I have cooked up a special episode for you guys today that I'm really excited to be bringing to you. We basically, we were talking a few days ago about how we are headed into our fourth month of the podcast. And while that's not tons of time, still pretty new, we were just realizing how much fun we've had doing this show so far, how much we've learned even more about being business owners and just um I think this podcast was really what we needed and we've been super blessed by the conversations we've gotten to have so for today's episode we wanted to do a little bit of digging and go into all of the episodes we've done so far and pick out our favorite moments so we compiled all those together and we basically have a little highlights reel for you guys today so we picked Our favorite moments from our favorite episodes that either had us laughing, crying, anything with good business motivation, general tips based on whatever topic we had for that day, stories, and everything in between. It was so much fun for us to get to reminisce what we've put out so far, and we're really excited to bring just a little, yeah, like I said, highlights reel to you today. We will be letting you know which um, tidbits are coming from which episode in case there's anything you hear that you'd love to hear more about. You can go straight into that episode. As always, we are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Zencaster, wherever you get your podcasts. In case there's any clips from here that you haven't gotten to hear yet, we've got it all there for you. So go ahead and sit back, grab a cold drink, and relive some of our favorite moments of almost four months of the Art of Intention podcast with us. To start us off, this next segment is some of our favorite parts of episode seven, titled Our Thoughts on the Phrase Community Over Competition. We talk about cultivating true community in the photography industry and encourage new photographers to branch out and try new things when first starting their business. We also have a little bit of a hot take on this episode, so if you think it'll be interesting to hear our tea and our version of what we think this phrase means, then be sure to listen to the full episode. And anyone can do it if they put in the work and if it's their calling, okay? It doesn't help you in the long run, and this is a point we really want to make, it doesn't help you in the long run to get your information from others who worked really hard for it and just by asking to get certain information for free. Um, First of all, you're not valuing the other professionals' time, the money, and possibly even the physical work they put into learning these things for themselves, but it also doesn't reflect well on you and your business. Depending on what you're asking for and how you're asking, it can come off as entitled or disrespectful, and you can be hurting or even ruining a potential relationship with a vendor or a colleague that you might have really wanted down the road. Yeah. The point (laughs) that we're making with this (laughs) is it's not wrong to need extra help. It's not wrong to ask for help. All of these things. And our opinion in the fact that community over competition has been used to guilt trip photographers or really any business into not sharing their information and not being helpful. The point we're making is that there is absolutely community in this business and it's give and take and it's interacting yeah. with each other. Yes. And it's also kind of goes along with um, con- uh, create, don't consume. 
Like you're not always looking for what other people are doing. I'm trying to apply that. This is a side note, but I'm trying to apply that in my like socials. I'm not always the best at it. Sometimes I need to scroll reels and just get an idea, get, get a trend so I can make a post. But generally I'm trying to sit back and think like, what do I want to create? I don't care if it's over six seconds long and it's not really going to get viewed. I don't care if the sound I use isn't the top sound. What do I want to make and convey about my business? Next up, these next few clips are from episode five titled Travel Tips. This is one of my personal favorite to dates because we go in detail to our favorite hacks to make travel smoother for you, but also practical, tangible advice to travel safe, especially if you're traveling alone. Beth goes into some of the benefits of doing a little research on your airline's benefits and knowing your rights as a traveler, and we overall share um, gadgets and practical tips to keep yourself safe. So my last tip, my real last tip this time is to join the free rewards program for whatever airline you fly with the most. You can usually find this when you go to check out buying your ticket. It'll be like, oh, do you want to join United Rewards or United Mileage or whatever? Or um, for me, it's Hawaiian Miles. Um, This is different than getting their credit card. This is just a free program you sign up for and every time you buy yes it's you need you need to do this if you haven't done this I'm sorry I'm so stoked about this so um I did this with a couple airlines but the one that made a big difference was Hawaiian Airlines because I use them every time obviously and what happened was um I signed up for it like the first time they asked and I was like whatever this is I might get a discount later okay you build up miles every time you buy a flight I have gotten multiple free flights like one-way flights, like discounts and stuff. And because I am in their program, the longer I fly with them, the better status I get. So I actually have gold member status with the airline, even though I don't have their credit card. I've never had to get their credit card. So I skip every line. I literally have two free checked bags every time. And I get like, oh yes, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. This is like the best thing ever. It's yes. And it's all free. So, you know, Hawaiian Airlines sponsor us. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, really. Dude, I'm embarrassed for how much I fly that I've, I always thought you had to pay for that. Okay. And the next one I'm going to say, don't share your exact destination or where you are on any socials. Mm -hmm. I know, especially if you're a traveling photographer, it seems like our whole job is to advertise, you know, these cool places and where we are, but just remember not to share exact geotags or locations and don't share what hotel you're staying at. Don't share any pictures that kind of give away where you are until you've actually left that location. Yeah. And speaking of hotel rooms, uh, know how to protect yourself Mm. in hotel rooms. Uh, So when you get there, do a quick check to see that the room is safe. I know on TikTok and Reels and stuff, it's a big thing to be like, check the mirrors to see if they're one-way glass and check for cameras. Honestly, I'm not overly worried about stuff like that. If you feel inclined to, Mm -hmm. do check. But I'm just saying, like, make sure your room's empty and then know how to prop up a chair in the door to prevent it from opening and there's actually many little gadgets and stuff you can get on instagram on instagram on amazon that (laughs) will physically prevent your door from opening so they they either wedge into the door or they create a brace or something like that um that just compact and fold up into your backpack Next is from episode nine titled living and working well in a small space. In this episode, we shared all about our experience with small living from community living to dorm rooms to small apartments. And we share our favorite tips on thriving regardless of the size of your home. 
like I said, I shared this in the beginning, but pick the space that you value the most and spend the most time in and let that space serve you the most. For Chris and I, that's mm. our living room. That's where we hang out to relax. That's where we have people over. It's ideal to get every room, you know, looking the way you want it. But if you can only prioritize prioritize one, be it like the space that's most important to you that you feel the most comfortable in and relax in. For some people, it's their bedroom. For some people, it's the kitchen. They love cooking and that's where they unwind yeah. and relax. So deck out your kitchen if that's for you. Or when you're looking for an apartment, find one with a better kitchen, maybe a smaller bedroom or whatever that yep. looks like. Figure out which kind of person you are. Are you someone who likes certain decorating styles, even if you're still figuring out what it is, but if you like stuff and you can have it around, even if you don't like how it's decorated, but you know, you like it, that's great. And if you're someone who needs to have nothing around you, figure that out and fix that's, that as soon as you can. That's a good way. All right, then the to, next oh, thing. sorry. You yeah, know, I'll that's a great it. way to word it. Cause the way you described it made me think I was thinking like, yeah, I like stuff, but how do I like to be? And it's so funny because I actually get more distressed by an empty space. Like our room right now, I hate yeah. it because we don't have anything on the walls. It looks unfinished to me. It looks unlived in, yeah. unmoved into. So I prefer like mm. not everywhere. Like I, I don't go crazy with stuff on the walls. Open space is definitely still a good tool. But generally, right. if I see certain spaces like near a window that's empty I'm like oh I could put a painting there I could yep. put this and if I don't do any of that that's that is right. wow that's so interesting yeah it's so important it's so important that you figure out which kind of person you are because neither is wrong and you can no matter if you live in a small space or a big space you can do either and so that I'm telling you right now I discovered that pro I started discovering it around like high school. And I really was able to kind of describe it and fully understand it in my own brain by the time I went to college. And it's hard because not everybody understands, but I have to have an empty space. I have to. I, I would have like minor mm -hmm. panic attacks uh, when like anything else in life was going on that was stressful or schoolwork or anything like that. Tests, I couldn't. I would, it was, I would, I guess my way of getting through emotional stressors was to get rid of stuff. And that's kind of when I figured out that clutter stresses me out, period, even if it's stuff that I like. As like a gift to my my parents, I'd be like, oh, I clean the whole house from top to bottom and I never once hated it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. We did both grow up in bigger homes. I actually remember one day you text me, your whole family was gone because you had siblings and your parents and stuff. So it was like rare you yeah. had the house to yourself and you were like, I have the whole house to myself. I'm going to clean it. And you were stoked. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> gosh no way I think oh, you said well, you're I'm not surprised busy. I'm cleaning that. the whole house and I get to clean it the way I want and I'm so excited and I was like okay oh no oh my gosh you're exposing me it's so true though you guys it's so I true. used to invite yeah, you over so funny. to I don't like that. help me clean too whenever I had oh, to that was so fun in high school if I had to clean my room or in my apartment yes. or whatever if I'd organized I'd be like do you want to come hang out yes. and help me clean and you were like yes, yes dude those are some of my favorite texts to get from you. I mean, I love all the other ones too, but when you say, oh, like when I have a clean day, I'd be like, I'm already there. I'm on my way. I bring every single thing I can. Yeah. Let's go. And you, and you made it look you. so you much like better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. But I feel like there are probably times where you're like, okay, this is good enough. And I'd be like, yo, keep going. Like, I don't even know. It was, it was so, I'm sorry if I traumatized you at no, all, but I loved it was that. <laughs> I do remember oh, I'd be like, I, I think we're done. That. And you were like, um. <laughs> no I bet did you check behind this I was like have you ever actually like you know peeled behind this wallpaper to clean it I don't even know yeah it's, it's bad next up we've got some clips from episode 11 titled priorities during busy season I have a feeling this episode will hit home for a lot of you who have probably been in busy season for a good month or two now and this one is 
solid. It is packed full of advice of exactly what stays priority during your busy season, such as your clients, your family, and your own health, and what kind of things can be put on the back burner. This one was tons of fun. I find myself re-listening to it knee-deep in busy season, so you'll definitely want to give this one a listen. Right. And we really kind of want to drive this point home about making sure that you are taking care of your physical health during busy season, um, because this is when people get notoriously the most stressed, right? So long-term stress, which just so for those of you who don't know, long-term stress is defined as anything that lasts multiple hours a day consistently or anything that's a few weeks or more. Short-term stress has to be like a one-time isolated a couple hours on a single day. Anything beyond that is long-term stress. So most people are dealing with long-term chronic stress during busy season. Long-term stress directly affects your immune system because it cortisol, the stress hormone, the body, the hormone your body releases when you're stressed, increases inflammation and it also increases we're going to get a little medical on you guys here, okay? Go for this is it. me I and my it. this is what I love. But you guys need to know exactly why you need to manage your health during stressful times. So cortisol, the stress hormone, increases inflammation and it also increases suppressor T cells in your body. Those cells block immune system cells called lymphocytes. So they are directly lowering your immune system. That's how stress lowers your immune system, um, which is why you have to build your immune system during high stress times or ideally as the high stress time is coming up so that you're already having a good immune system when it gets here. So staying hydrated, getting enough sleep, which is as simple as just choosing a time to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Um, And taking specific supplements is important. Uh, So if you're notoriously stressed um, during busy season, here are some vitamins to make sure that you're not deficient in. So you're going to be looking for things like vitamin C because vitamin C increases the production of lymphocytes. So it directly increases your immune system cells. Vitamin B is actually known as an anti-stress vitamin and also an antidepressant vitamin um, for those of you who don't know. But it's because it, um, it decreases the catecholamines in your body. And so that it helps with that. Zinc uh, protects from free radical damage in your cells. It's also essential in proper immune system function. Um, Magnesium deficiency is usually very present in anyone who's chronically stressed. Mm -hmm. So also potentially looking into magnesium supplements. And then lastly, lysine. So that's a vitamin. I grew up with this, but lysine is a vitamin. Yeah, you do. Dude, I love lysine. (laughs) Like it's a miracle, dude. So it's a vitamin that can help prevent and also speed in the healing process of um, cold sores or canker sores. For those of you who mm-hmm. don't know lysine, um, it actually suffocates any like virus in the body. So it's very powerful. It's uh, honestly amazing. So if you have, um, again, a stressful time coming up, you can take some lysine to prevent cold sores. Or if you have a cold sore, a lot of people's first sign of stress is getting a cold sore, but that's because stress lowers your immune system and wow. cold sores show up when you're getting sick. So anyways, all of these things are important to look for vitamin C, vitamin B, zinc, man, look and see if you maybe would have a magnesium uh, deficiency and then look for things like lysine to have on hand. Uh, during busy season. So again, it seems super specific, but it's very important that your immune system is ready to go for busy season. So when we talk about taking care of your health for busy season, this is the kind of thing specifically that you can do. And speaking of your health, convenience is key during busy season. So we're excited to introduce you to our first sponsor ever for the show, Liquid IV. For those of you who don't know, Liquid IV is a hydrating drink mix powder that hydrates two times faster than just water through the use of electrolytes and its cellular transport technology. In simple terms, that just means it's an easy, convenient drink mix that helps you stay hydrated when you're busy or on the move. 
and it tastes good. Honestly, I love how convenient these drink mixes are. I've used a few different brands before, but Liquid IV seems to really have a solid science behind them, and I really love their flavors. They have so many options for flavor, like strawberry lemonade, grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, watermelon, passion fruit, acai berry, and more. And they even have sugar-free peach flavor, which is a huge deal to me, as you'll hear in this episode. We really care about things being healthy during busy season, so... Like we said, just one packet of liquid IV in a 16-ounce water bottle hydrates you twice as fast as just water alone would, and you're also getting vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. So it has three times the electrolytes as traditional sports drinks, and you can trust that it's been made with premium ingredients. Liquid IV also partners with leading organizations to help communities protect their water. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in over 50 countries around the world. Ayla and I have both been on multiple mission trips, so our hearts are really big on helping others. So we love supporting companies that show that they want to work to make the world a better place. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code INTENTION at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code INTENTION at liquidiv.com. We hope this helps you guys as you head into busy season with a new goal to protect your health. Ready to shop Better Hydration? Use special code INTENTION to save 20% off at liquidiv.com. Up next are some stories from episode 10. This ended up being a hefty episode and it is titled Our Jobs Before Becoming Business Owners, Boss and Client Stories, Some Business Motivation, and it had a life update from me, Ayla, that happened back in May. This episode is great. Like I said, it just has all the jobs that Beth and I had leading up to full-time entrepreneurship and just some crazy stories from there. I have a few customer service stories and there is a great wedding photography story from from Beth in there. We also rounded out the episode on just some business motivation about how entrepreneurship looks different on everybody. Sometimes you are starting your own business while working a nine to five and trying to leave that job, or sometimes you're happy doing both. And we just wanted to encourage everyone listening that entrepreneurship looks different on everyone and how you pursue it is uniquely you. The week leading up to the wedding, I messaged her to get the final details like a shot list, a timeline, get the venue address, address, which no, I did not have the address, by the way. (laughs) I knew the town, but not the venue. I knew it was going to be like a beach, but I didn't know. Anyways, so I didn't hear from the bride that week. Um, I just assumed she was really busy because she was, you know, still active on social media, like on Facebook. But anyways, Hmm. I just didn't think much of it. Two days before the wedding and I start to worry, but I still go ahead and I leave town. Uh, One day before the wedding, I message her on every platform, which I had already kind of been doing, but I did like at the same time, I did everything. I called her, emailed her, texted her, DM'd, PM'd, everything. I left her a voicemail. Like I tried literally everything and it was dead silence, nothing. Still being an optimist or just stupid, I don't know. Um, I, I would like think maybe she'll just get back to me in the morning. But at this point, I'm literally in my hotel. Yeah, you're laughing. I'm literally in my hotel, out of town, just sitting, just waiting, just waiting. Um, so I woke up on the wedding, literally just sitting. I just sat there and I was like, it's fine. It'll be fine. I woke up on the wedding day to nothing from her. I was legitimately panicking. I sent her a message literally saying, I'm here. Like, if you need me, just tell me where to go and I'll be there. Like, I'll show up. I was thinking like, should I drive around to all the beaches and see if I can find anyone doing a wedding? Like, I didn't know what to do. So never heard from her. No, that sounds so scary. To to make this worse too, it was actually my birthday. (laughs) 
not to Bethany. Like, it was hilarious. I was like, I'll work on my birthday, but it'll be worth it because I'm so excited. It's a wedding at the beach. Like, I'm so excited. It's like a birthday gift to me. Yeah, just, just because the story can't get worse, right? So anyways, never end up hearing from her. Ended up spending the day in town at the beach because I was just in case. Not doing anything fun because I needed to make sure that I could go at a moment's notice. So I just kind of sat around town just waiting. Um, then I drove home. So I actually heard from her a week later with one text on one platform, and it literally just said the words, sorry, we postponed the wedding. Absolutely. And you know, if you're a small business owner or you would like to be, but you're nervous to jump into it because of job security, or maybe you even like or love your current job and just want to cut down on hours so that you can look into business owning, all that's great. Starting and owning a business isn't linear. There are definitely seasons of business and seasons of like rest. Of course, you know, we're all still kind of talking about our business over here, which is photography and photo editing. And we're not a brick and mortar business. If you're starting, or or expanding a business like that, like a restaurant or a good store, things may look different for you, but the principle still stands. Your story will look different than others. And that does not make you a failure. It doesn't invalidate you or anything else like that. The next few clips are from episode 13 titled Travel Stories Part 1 because we will definitely be making a part 2 at some point because we had so much fun just laughing over some stories that either went really, really well or maybe didn't go as planned. This story has a guest appearance from my husband Chris as he talked about making an insane drive from Canada to California in the wintertime. It's got a photography story from Beth where her travel plans didn't go as well and not featured in these clips, but it is on the rest of the episode we read off two travel stories from listeners that we got to read on the show which was so fun and we definitely want to do again these clips were just snippets of times that had us laughing on the show and we highly recommend the whole thing for just some fun lighthearted travel stories and it's just like literally the sketchiest dirtiest smallest thing i've ever seen there was no ac and it was super hot day and there's no real windows that close that was super sketchy for me. There wasn't any real windows. They were just like, you know, the panels that just are open. They're just like sideways. That was it. Yep. That was what I had. So again, sketchy people outside, sketchy place, no way to like. So it was actually my one of my only times where I stacked every single piece of furniture that was in that room up against the door. Oh, I think oh that was also gosh. the one where the door was partially broken too. Like, you know, like hmm. the lock. Yeah. So like there was, a, you know how wood like starts to splinter? Like it's been like pushed like cracked so splintering right around where the lock was and like so was the door frame so I was like yeah I I called Chad and I was like I am so scared like I don't know what to do everybody out here is sketchy there is not a like safe looking human around not to judge again but like yeah I was super sketchy out and then yeah no closing windows yeah yeah exactly so I like I pushed the table up I stacked everything I could physically lift on top of that I was trying to figure out how to like rig the chair so that like you know you tilt it and put it underneath the door handle and all that jazz so that's my sketchiest hotel story I think as far as I can remember at least but other than that I've been very very lucky and nothing happened mind you there were people I was gonna talking. Say. <laughs> no so that's it I'm fine obviously I'm fine but like that was when I went home and I bought that you know in our um stories on Instagram we shared like the travel reels like the travel mm-hmm. hacks in our reels so you know that little like gadget that locks the doors 
uh right like it's like that little thing okay that's I went home and ordered that like the day I got home because of this because nice. I was like yeah I don't I had already thought about it but never was pushed to it and so now now I own that for that reason but yeah and there was like people talking outside all night and I was like dude they're plotting to kill me I was like this is so I was so scared I don't think I slept like a wink that night but and I was only there for one night luckily but yes I'm I sorry like- I so sketched out I wonder, maybe you didn't text me. I feel like you told me about this as it was happening. I, I don't know why. Probably. Because, like, with you and me, like- me here, you know, like, we before the podcast, we weren't texting, like, every day. But I have a strong feeling that you were like, can you pray for me? I'm not going to lie. I don't I think like, I did. I was like, it. I want yeah. Ayla to know I'm going to die. I was like, I need someone <laughs> outside of the country to know that, like, I did. Like, if I go missing, here's where I was. Like, send help. I don't know. Oh, my and gosh. I definitely I asked think you I- to pray. Like, I actually that kind of rings a bell. I don't remember. No, I think you're right. I'm sure I did. I was. I and then I think the next day you were like, "I made it. I'm fine. Thank you." <laughs> Just left you <laughs> thinking I'd been murdered for hours while I slept. Oh my gosh. So then he tells me to pull around front. Okay. Mm-mm. So I pull around front and I come inside, and uh, this border agent comes up to me and she starts talking with me a little bit, and then she goes. Um, she's she's talking with me she's like where are you headed and I was like California mm-hmm. and uh and blah 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 and basically she's like what's the legal drinking age in the states and I said oh and, and I knew it was 21 but I played dumb and I was like he Chris was 20 know. years old at this time I was, yeah. I was like wait Asian Canada's 19 <gasps> No. And I was like, or drinking oh, agents Saskatchewan's yeah. 19. <laughs> so I just shrugged. Oh. I was like, and and it's ironic because Alberta is actually the drinking age is 18. Oh my gosh. And so, I didn't know that. What? Yeah. yeah. And so I came from being able to go to a bar in my hometown and then going into a province that I could have drank younger at a bar. And then I crossed oh the gosh. border and I played, I played dumb because I, once she said it, I knew yes. exactly. I was like, you're I like, okay, up. I get it. Oh, yeah. No. And I was like, but I just played dumb and I was like, okay, uh, yeah. I don't know. And yeah. she was like 21. And I was like, oh, 21. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Oh, and, really? <laughs> and she was, and she was like, yeah. So you have, I think I had 20 ish beer in the car. And she was oh, like, you lot. need to uh, dump your beer down the sink. Like there's this, no. there's a bathroom over there. Dump all your beer down the sink. And I said, look, can't you just take it? Like I'm wait, I'm, I'm, I got a long road ahead of me. Can't she just take it? And she said, no, because that would be a seizure of, uh, you know, of con- oh, controlled substance. I know. But she said it would be a seizure. And then you would be here for another six hours. Oh, shut and I was up. Like, okay. Show me the sink. I was like, okay, yeah, show me the sink. So I, uh, I did that. And uh, she's like, we're going to search your vehicle. And I was like, go for it, dude. Like, I got nothing. So. Yeah. They go, they search the vehicle. And then they asked me, yes, yeah, some more weird questions about, they were like, where are you going? And I was like, well, I'm going down to California. And they're like, with a snowboard. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I looked, I, I looked this. at them and I was like, there's mountains in California. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did you not know this? Yeah. What? And I was like, you can snowboard in California. And they just kind of went, oh, They okay. didn't believe and, and I was like, and then. Okay, so I had a dollar. And they were like, well you know what, you know, what's bringing you down there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I met this girl. And so I'm driving down there and they were like, oh, where'd you meet? And I was like, New Zealand. And they're just like, (laughs) they're looking at me. They're like, okay, BS. They're like, you're right. They're just looking at me like, 
this kid, like, you know. This kid's full of it. Yeah, they just don't get it, hey? But I've, they search my vehicle. They don't find anything. Yeah. I, I dumped my beer, and they're out, outside of that, there was no problem with me, right? So they... Um, yes, I love this. They they let me go, and I'm sure they had stories to tell later. This one you're about to hear was from a more recent episode, episode 14, titled Success Versus Purpose. We go in on this one, encouraging everyone out there that success and purpose have two very different definitions. We talk about how you will find success through chasing your God-given purpose and how that looks different from person to person. This one is for the business owners, employees, travelers, and everyone. I suppose I kind of correlate success with really who you are. It's like the classic thing you Mm. hear with celebrities. They have everything they could ever want, but oftentimes aren't happy. And I wouldn't want that to be me. So yeah, exactly. And I mean, I totally agree. And I love that you made that point. And that's kind of like where my brain was just now, even in like the vice versa of that, like someone can be not making a lot of money, you know, but if they're maybe making a big change in their community and people are drawn to them and want to help them, um, not only that, but if they're just living their God-given potential and their purpose, even if they don't look successful to others, if they have purpose that they're pursuing, Mm. it brings a different type of success and ultimately joy and contentment in their life. Um, So choosing to have a firm understanding on the difference between purpose in life and just success in life and choosing to keep your main focus on pursuing purpose will ultimately lead you to have success Mm. and joy and make a difference in the world. And finally, last but certainly not least for today's little highlights reel is from our most recent episode titled How to Know If You're Ready for Marriage. Beth and I went in on this one talking about our younger marriages. We were both married at 22 and answering some of the questions we got within that, like how did you know you were ready for marriage? How did you know you met the right person? So we answer those questions and talk about the trends of people in usually Christian communities choosing to get married young. We get a little spicy with this episode talking about if marriage is even right for you and should every Christian get married. One of my favorites to date, like I probably say with every episode. So if you're in the process of maybe dating, thinking about marriage, or you just like the topic of marriage in general, this one is definitely for you. But I would say consider what the true meaning of life is, you know, what the purpose of life is. What does the Bible really say the point of life is? You know, in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians 7.35, Paul speaks to Christians saying that their primary purpose in life is to serve the Lord the best you can without distractions. Mm. Things like marriage and kids can be distractions. So look seriously into what the purpose of marriage is and when getting married is a good thing and when it would be considered a distraction. So again, kind of stay with me here. Okay, I'm going to try to like make a few points and try to make it make sense. Right. So first, and all, first of all, 1 Corinthians 7 is an entire chapter that would be helpful on the topic of getting it's married. So like, seriously, it's so good. I have yeah. not read it. Yes, sit down, read that entire chapter. You, first of all, your mind's probably going to be blown about a few things. And if you are not yet married, if you're still single, you need to do that immediately. You need to read that chapter immediately. 1 Corinthians 7 27 makes it very clear that choosing to not get married is actually a good thing and even recommended to some people. Mm-hmm. To sum up, basically, if you're not even sure where you stand on marriage, that's a great time to take time to get to know yourself and get to know yourself in Jesus. Next step after that, if you're starting to lean towards marriage, check where you're looking. What places are you looking? You find somebody. Okay, have the hard conversations. Do they have the same morals and values? If everything really checks out, you're good to go. 
have a happy marriage. (laughs) There's lots of things in between, but that's... So that is all from us today. Like Ayla said, it was so fun to listen back to some of our favorite moments on the show so far. And we seriously can't wait to keep creating with you all. If you're liking what you're hearing, be sure to go listen to the full episodes. And if you have any ideas for the show, including requesting to be a guest, you can contact us through our Instagram at Art of Intention Podcast, or you can email us at artofintentionpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to leave us a review or a five-star rating whenever you listen, whether that's on Spotify, Zencaster, Google, or Apple Podcasts. And we'll be right back with you all next Monday.